Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Lanigan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Bud Light, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit on Brown Street and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Flyer Feedback as we are awaiting the postgame comments from Coach Anthony Grant as the Dayton Flyers Lose in the first round of the National Invitational Tournament, but to Memphis 71-60 to in the Lone Star State. John Tisdale, along with Michael Purvis, in today for John Bedell. And, uh, Mike, <laughs> this season oh, has come to a close. Oh, it is. Well, you know what? To steal a it line. It is what it is. To steal a line from the uh, the great Marty Brenneman, that, as they say, is that. Yes. Um, that I'll tell you what, it, you, you heard you heard it in, in the booth just down there for, with Larry and Keith. I mean, that was an absolute microcosm of the entire season, specifically in the second yeah. half. I mean, this was, Dayton had a one-point lead at halftime and got outscored, you know, down the stretch. They, you know, what I think I tweeted out there a couple minutes ago. I mean, just the, they, they scored, we had a one-point lead with seven minutes left, seven and a half minutes left. Dayton scores five points down the stretch the rest of the game. Memphis scores 17. I mean, exactly. uh, that, that, I mean, that right there just, just shows you what, how this team can just struggle offensively. And it was always at the in most inopportune times. Right. And I know our good friend, Chris Mormon keeps track of the plus minus specifically. He does. And I would love to see what it looked like again. But the fact that Dayton just couldn't find ways to score He's talked about that all season, and we've seen it all season, just that Dayton just has such a hard time at the wrong times to score the, to score the ball. And they turned the ball over a lot, got out-rebounded a lot. Basically, just about everything, all the factors went against them today. And when you kind of put all that together, you get an 11-point loss here, and your season's over with. Look, you look at the stats as a whole. If you just turned into the box score, did Dayton play badly? No, they did not. No. You know, they you go to the second-half stats, and Larry talked about it with Keith. Uh, Dayton shoots 35 of 25 for 52%, 4-10 from 3. They only went to the line four times. Again, not awful. If you look at the the, the stats for the entire game, Dayton turns it over, uh, in my yeah, 11 times. Again, not awful. Memphis, though, gets 12 points off those turnovers. Now, to be fair, Memphis turned it over 10 times. Dayton got 14 points off those turnovers. That's a wash. Mm-hmm. The stat of this game, Mike... Memphis, 17 offensive rebounds. We knew this was going in. This was going to be a problem. It was even worse when R.J. Blake, when he was announced during the Bud Light pregame show with uh, Larry Hanskin, that R.J. Blakeney, Rodney Chapman were going to be out. Um, Dayton has played without Rodney Chapman throughout the season. Not having R.J. Blakeney, who I think has been their best post presence, aside from Jordy, of course, really hurt today. That, that, to me, when I heard the news that R.J. was not, I'm like, now I really don't like Well, and, and you know what? And it's not even just that. This game called for players who can get up and down the court fast. That's why you didn't see a lot of Jordy in the second half. So when you saw that, this this was a very fast-paced game. Didn't really call for a lot. It, we, they did miss a lot of, in my opinion, the, the post-play, specifically on the defensive end, was lacking today. But the thing is, is that it was an up-and-down game, specifically through the second half. I, I would imagine that. I mean, I, you can't play, place the you know put the blame on one player not being no, in there. No, but I'm going to no. tell you right now, not having RJ in a game like this 
this would seems to be a game that with what we've seen with RJ skill set, that this would have been a game that you would have expected him to excel in. It would have been good for him down the stretch, especially to get some of that experience. Cause that's kind of what I was hoping for to see today is not only, you know, see, I mean, here's the thing. You can say what you want about the NIT, but the thing is when you get in tournaments like this, when you get in games like this, you know, just go win, you know, if you're going to play in it, you might as well go yeah, and try to absolutely. go out and win. That was my mindset. So, we taught this week. So you wanted to see that you wanted to see what, what they had, but at the same time, you wanted to see some of the players that you know, you're going to see next year. Like you just heard Larry and Keith talk about uh, right there to wrap up the game. You want to see what you're going to have with some of the guys coming back next year. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see that with Blakeney, who's probably been the one who we I'm most interested to see his Me next too. step next Me year. Too. I think he has the the bigger ceiling. I mean, Moose has a lot of has a lot of room to grow as well. But RJ most certainly is one of the guys who Absolutely. I'm very interested in seeing his progression. But I mean, if there is one thing to take away, we can start to to break that down a little bit more. But the biggest positive that I think we can take away from is hopefully we can start to see some more consistency out of Elijah Weaver right. because he played good today. And, and he, he looked he looked like that guy that you were hoping you were getting from USC, the, the guy who was the higher-ranked recruit. You, you really hope that that's what you're going to see and see that some of those things can shore up in the offseason. So, I mean, really, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from this one is, is well, you know what, Dayton played basically the way they played all the other games this year. You know, that kind of just happened the way it did. And, and then – you have to see that there were some bright spots with some of those other guys that you're hoping can take big leaps going into next season. No question about that. Again, we're waiting to hear from uh, Coach Anthony Grant uh, as he's uh, got uh, got some media obligations, and we will hear from him coming up a little bit later on as he's going to be uh, to, he'll be talking to our Larry Hanskin coming up a little bit later on during the uh, Bud Light postgame show slash flyer feedback. Uh, 457-1290 is the number if you want to talk about today's game, 937-457-1290 is the number and, and and lack of the lack of consistency you were just talking about mike he touched about that right right as a right the, when they were talking about that in, in the bud light flyer broadcast center the lack of consistency from this team has just hurt them all year yeah. and i'll add the other thing that really has hurt not finding that consistent presence to fill the void of chase johnson after chase yeah. le- left the program because of medical reasons chase was averaging double figures and after he left, they never found that consistent person. Yes, at times, Mustafa Amzil could have was that guy. He hit a little bit of a wall, and then he had R.J. Blakeney. They tried Zimmy Mbokeji. Zimmy had a great game against Rhode Island. Again, at times, show, they showed flashes of being good. But again, not enough consistency. That has been their issue throughout the year. Well, and you know what? I, I, I saw this in a couple, you know, a couple places on Twitter during the St. Bonaventure game that— when Dayton beat St. Bonnie's out there in St. Bonaventure, Ole, and whatever, I don't know. There's somebody on Twitter who I know is trying to correct everybody where actual city that actually is in, but it doesn't matter. But the whole point is, is that you can see that the talent gap between the team that won the A-10 versus the team that actually that actually finished seventh, you know, in terms of Dayton, it wasn't that big yeah. of a difference. Let's pick up on that when we come back. Coach Anthony Grant standing by to uh, give his thoughts on today's loss as Dayton loses to Memphis 71-60. We'll, we'll hear from Coach right after this here on the Home of Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And welcome back to the Bud Light uh, Flyer Broadcast Center on South Main Street in Dayton. Dayton falling uh, in the uh, opening round of the NIT to Memphis 7160. We're joined by head coach Anthony Grant. And 
coach uh, a game of runs, and it was ultimately two runs by Memphis, uh, one early in the first half and then the last six minutes of the game that ultimately led to them winning. Yeah, you know, I thought um, it was a good a good game. You know, Memphis is, is a, a talented team. We knew that coming in. You know, I, I thought our guys battled. We, we, had, uh, we had runs. We couldn't, as you mentioned, uh, I thought in the second half, we couldn't keep them out of transition, whether that was because of our turnovers or missed shots. Um, we felt like in the first half, the pace of the game, uh, just uh, what was going on, we felt like it was in our favor. We knew that how explosive they can be in transition. You know, they had a couple of guys that really got it going offensively. They made some tough shots from three, kind of gave them momentum and gave them a rhythm. And, and uh, you know, obviously a two-possession game there, two- or three-possession game there over the last four minutes. We couldn't overcome overcome that deficit. They also hurt you on the glass. And after you, you held your own in the first half, but in the in the second half, and particularly in that late run, they they really got second yeah. and third and fourth shots. Yeah, well, they got they got some they got some physical guys, you know, and they did a good job. Keonis, you know, I thought he he was extremely physical going to the glass, and you know they had nine in the first half, which is which is you know why the game was as close as it was in the second half. Obviously, uh, they were able to get some key ones um, that that were a big part of the game, you know. But that's something, obviously you know, for our team has been something that we've had to deal with all year, you know, and uh, these guys battle, you know, we've got some, some young guys that, you know, understand that they've got to get stronger. They got to get better, you know, and we just got to continue to, to grow, you know, but this team was able to, uh, to learn over the course of the year. I thought they improved over the course of the year and obviously uh, we got room to grow and get better. So hopefully uh, we'll learn from the experiences we, we went through this season. You know, the young guys, I thought, uh, would it be safe to say that the, they were ascending as this season came to an end? And what part of the learning is that college basketball is not easy. Well, I, I hope we learned. I hope we got better. You know, and, and uh, we're dealing with, you know, Kobe Brad just turned 17. You know, he, he's a young guy. Could have been a, a senior in high school this year. We got uh, Mustafa at the break. You know, he walked in the door and had to acclimate to a new city, a new, uh, a new team, new teammates, a new system, the whole deal. You know, for Zemi, his first experience going through it and where he started at the beginning of the year to where he ended up, I feel like there's growth. You know, I thought Elijah looked good today, did some good things. So, you know, with those guys, uh, you know, there, there's positives. I think there's things that they'll be able to look at and understand that we we got we to gotta get better, you know. But uh, we'll evaluate the end of the year, you know, at the appropriate time, you know, right now. You know, after this game, obviously our season comes to an end. Uh, we want to celebrate our seniors. You know, we're grateful for what Jalen Crutcher, uh, Jordy Shimon, and UB Watson provided for us during the course of their careers. They represented this university in a first-class manner. Uh, those guys, are, uh, you know, obviously for, we'll miss them, you know, but we're, we're extremely grateful for the contributions they gave us during their time here. All right, Coach, uh, we'll let you go. Please uh, travel safe, okay. stay safe, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks. All right, uh, that does wrap things up here. On behalf of uh, Keith Wallaskowski, also Brooks Hall, and the work he did this year, for the final time this basketball season, I'm Larry Hanskin. And the final score in round one of the NIT, Memphis 71, Dayton 60. Stick around for more Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics.
Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. CareSource, with health insurance from CareSource, you're covered in kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into tonight's edition, the final time of Flyer Feedback here, sponsored by Flanagan's Pub here and Bud Light. And of course, a reminder, guys, Flanagan's on Stewart Street, they're now hiring, and they currently are completing upgrades to create the same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. And if you want to join the team, you can apply at flanagansdayton at gmail.com. I'm Michael Purvis. I'm sitting in for uh, John Bedell today. My good friend, the birthday boy, sitting across the yes. table here from me, John Tisdale, uh, here to break down the final game of the Dayton Flyers season as the Flyers fall in the first round of the NIT to the Memphis Tigers, uh, 71-60. to um, We've been talking, Tiz, during the break there about uh, breaking down some of Coach Grant's comments. There's some maybe some reading between the lines a little bit. We can go into that mm-hmm. a little bit later. I think let's uh, let's focus a little bit more on the positive here. Uh, some of the things I took away, and I, we heard Coach say multiple times uh, the word growth, and, and that was really my biggest takeaway. Is yeah, yeah, he gave Memphis credit. Yeah, Memphis is a better team. We they knew, are. We, they we, are. We, we knew they were. You know, Dayton probably has the talent level, but I mean, you know, that's beside that. Once again, beside the point. Yeah. But. We talked about growth, and 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 you know what? I I, I want to focus on that a little bit because, you know, you look at some of these guys that are coming back. It's how we kind of uh, we kind of ended the last segment there, right mm-hmm. before coach's comments. Is what what do we have to look forward to with this team that's coming back next year? And, and coach talked about two guys specifically that I think that we both are expecting to see some jumps. We did, and we touched on it briefly. Elijah Weaver with a very big game here yeah, today. He played real well. Looked great. And, and you know what? We really you need to start seeing some more consistency out of him. I feel like that's the biggest yes. thing as, as Weaver ends the day. Six of eight shooting, 16 points, led uh, the Flyers in scoring, um, and only doing that in 19 minutes. So, I mean, like, he played overall a pretty good game compared to the other guards when it comes comes down to very efficient in that aspect. But the, the one thing that we have to talk about when it comes to Elijah is that there's a likelihood that he's going – I mean, he's going to have a battle for the starting point guard next yeah, year. Absolutely. That, that's the thing. Because, I mean, you have uh, Malachi Smith who's coming in, mm-hmm. who's, who's going to be a candidate to start possibly day one. You're going to have Cohill, who coming back from injury, you would assume he's coming back, yeah. of course. That you would, that who could be a point guard, could be a supporting guard, whatever. We're not not exactly sure how how his role is going to be. But if Weaver's going to want to get those main minutes, those dare I say those he's, crutcher minutes, yeah, he's going to want to get those. I mean, he's going to have to become more consistent Absolutely. in the offseason. There's no question about that. And this is the we heard Keith Wallaskowski talk about this during the, at the end during the Bud Light post game show. The lack of consistency is something that has hurt this team all year. Yeah. And that's something that they got to work on. You know, they got to get stronger in the weight room. That was clearly evident today. And look, 
would that have made a difference? Obviously, RJ not playing. We're going to talk about this a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Would that made a big difference against Memphis today? Probably not. Mm-hmm. RJ, uh, Memphis is the better team. But again, the thing that frustrates the heck out of us is there are times they look really good. They look really good. But at the same point, when they look bad, I mean, look at the end of this game, Mike. 58-56, 651 left. Elijah Weaver drains a three. And Weaver shot with confidence today. That's he the did. thing that I really liked, especially I thought Kobe Bray at times looked good today. And Weaver's got that confidence. I he mean, does. He, he, he's he's a top he's a top five guard in the eighth. Absolutely, he, he there's no question about that. But you know, Memphis then outscores Dayton fifteen to two to end the game, and they, their inability to finish games is what's hurt this team all year. Yeah. And you look at even some of the other stats lines. Jalen Crutcher takes only ten shots. Uh, but the supporting cast did their job. But for Dayton, might to really win this year, they needed A games from Watson, mm-hmm. A games from Crutcher. They didn't get those today. No. Watson was one of six, had good looks. They didn't fall. And Crutcher, I'll give Memphis credit, though, man. They did a very good job taking Jalen Crutcher out, out of his game. And that, I think, may have been the differences. Yeah. And again, Memphis also shot lights out in the second half. That was the other thing, too. They did. And, you know, and another thing, too, about about the shooting and about the offense, the way the offense looked today is, I mean, I didn't really have a lot of complaints with with how the offense looked today, frankly. I mean, I, no. it, it shots didn't go down. That happens. Uh, I, I thought all the threes that they took, even though for the game they went seven for 21, yeah. uh, four for seven in the second half, I, I thought that they all were, for the most part, quality takes. I didn't really yeah. have any. And I, I liked one of the things that, that Keith mentioned is he's like, I like seeing – Dayton run that offense, yeah. you know, a lot more. And, and it seemed at times when they were running a lot of those more set plays with a lot of screens and everything like that, yeah. specifically against Memphis's man to man, they looked a lot. They looked a lot better. They looked a lot more organized. I can specifically think of that uh, nice drive that Ibby had to get a lay, exactly. to get a layup there. Like that was probably one of their better offensive sets of the whole game. And at times they were able to create that. But coach, you know, Larry asked about asked about it in the pregame comments. Struggled for consistency all year. Yep. Talked about it at the end of the game. Struggled for consistency all year. That's been the word this year. I mean, that has been – it's no secret where this team has struggled time and time again. And, and the thing is, is that you, we can we can sit here. There's going to be people that, you know, want to blame, blame blame the coaches, blame players, whatever. You blame the whole program, yeah. whatever it is. The fact remains is, is they have to figure it out as a program as a whole. Yeah, and with the, the new players coming in and everything mm-hmm. else, they got to figure it out as soon as possible. And that's going to be the first thing. And also, we got to figure out who will be back. I mean, amongst the new guys, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to enter that transfer portal. Look at Rhode Island. I mean, they announced that Fats Russell's entering the transfer portal. So there's a lot of questions. A ten transfer portal, hot, mm, hot yes, right indeed. now, John Tisdale. Yes, it is. All right, so the Flyers fall to the Memphis Tigers by a score of 71 to 60. Michael Purvis and I here till 3 o'clock uh, here on this edition of Flyer Feedback. Give us a call, 937-457-1290, as we'll take us, as we'll continue on this other side of the break here on All the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. And Flyer fans, for the last time here of the 2021 season, welcome in to Flyer Feedback here. And we are 
at our main studios here, Main Street, 1611 South Main Street here in Dayton. Uh, I'm Michael Purvis, uh, sitting in with John Tisdale here. Remember, Flyer Feedback sponsored by Flanagan's Pub and by Bud Light. And a reminder, Flanagan's on Stewart Street, they're now hiring. They currently are completing upgrades to create that same Flyer Faithful experience that you've grown accustomed to since 1976. And if you want to join the team, you can apply at FlanagansDayton.com. So as one season comes to an end here with the Flyers, Put the put the put this one to bed finally, Tiz. Mm-hmm. We talked about it before this game here. You know what? I really just want to take it back to a simpler time, just a happier time. Mm. Tiz, play this, play it. Have the. He will drive V all the way off the glass and in with 3.8 seconds to go. Inbound to Kraft. Kraft to midcourt. Two seconds. One. Kraft. Good if it goes. It does not. It does not. The Dayton Flyers have won and advance in the NCAA tournament. Oh, happier times, oh. John Tisdale. Happier times. <laughs> and, of course, the unmistakable sound of Larry oh. Hanskin calling the Flyers, knocking off the Ohio State Buckeyes en route to an Elite Eight uh, performance. Seven years ago today. Seven years ago today, you guys. And uh, Ohio State celebrated the occasion as well by losing in the first round. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Buckeyes, for that. So I uh, appreciate that. And I know that might upset some of our uh, some of our uh, Buckeye faithful. Oh, there's a number here. of them that are not happy right now. Well, I I'll tell, tell you that. what. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll, we won't jump into that. But, no. I will, I will, I, you know, actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'm going I'm to go down that rabbit hole because, you know, seeing some of those players, including Jalen Crutcher, was one of the ones who, who did speak out about Liddell, who, yeah. who got death threats and everything. Yeah. Man, oh man! I, I mean, I don't need—I don't need to say you use this soapbox for that, but no. I, I just—I just—I just don't understand that. I mean, and like I, I said, and it happens even in our fan base too, because yeah. Crutcher tweeted that, retweeted that today, and said, "Well, that's what they do, basically." And like I said, I don't want to get on that soapbox, but no. I mean, hey, you got—you got some, you got something to vent. Hey, call us four five seven twelve nine. Yeah, we'll Give take us it. a call. We'll Absolutely. talk. Absolutely. Yeah, let's hash it out. But, but you know what? <laughs> Be nice. Yeah. Be nice. That, 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 we'll just it leave it there. Birthday, you know what? Though. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh, 29, as Nancy Wilson put it yesterday. Right. So, yes, I'll take 29. As my grandfather said, 39 when he turned. And let, he says, I'm 39. So, what yeah. the heck? I'll yeah. go 29. 457 1290 is the number. Paul from Tip City is overall thoughts of the game. Paul, welcome to Flyer Feedback. Hey, uh, just had a couple of questions uh, about uh, some of the seniors this year. Um, it's probably a pipe dream, but. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen kind of faded at the end of the season. I don't know if it's caused all the minutes, just fatigue, wearing down. But uh, do you think there's any chance at all he would consider coming back? His NBA stock might have took a hit these last last few games. And do you think there's any chance of any of those guys coming back? And then I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah. I'm cool. just well, frustrated. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> join the club. Aren't we all? Uh, I mean, the, the if there is one word to be brought up this year, it was frustration. Uh, Paul, I, I mean, I don't have any inside information, but I mean, what what I can say is is that we what we go off of what we've heard, which is all the guys still have all their options open. If I'm Jalen Crutcher, I'm 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 testing the pro waters. I mean, oh, like I there's there's no reason to come back. You've accomplished everything that you can accomplish. I mean, it's almost kind of like the same thing if you look at you know a rebuilding team. I mean, Dayton's going to rebuild next year. I mean, they have to. I mean, I don't think that you know to come back for an extra year to basically be the you know, the chauffeur to the next gen. I mean, that's one way to, you know, appreciate your legacy. All of us want, would love to see that selfishly, but I mean, uh, that guy's ready for pro ball. And I, I would say most certainly, you know, best of luck. I I would say for all, all four of the seniors, in my, in my opinion, it's time to do it's, you know what, thank them for everything that they've done. Cause sure. what they did last year, you know, is one thing, what they had to struggle through this year is another. Yeah, absolutely. I fully believe that everybody would fan base, team 
everybody, individual players themselves would all do good from whatever is next in their lives. And, and, and you know what? Like I said, I, I think Ibby definitely has pro potential, likely over maybe yeah. overseas perhaps. Um, Jalen, I think, can definitely stay in the States. Yeah. I, I mean, he might have to start out in, in the G League and possibly work his way up. He definitely has NBA talent in my eyes. But, I mean, Paul brings up a good point there. I mean, did did his legs wear wear on him down the stretch? I don't know about possibly. that. But I mean, I, I, you know, he'll he'll be the first one to say, no, I was fresh, I was ready to go, because I mean, he, he's he's a fighter, so I, I I don't know about that. But I mean, for we we only have to assume what we might see out of out of Jordy and Rodney. I mean, once again, we're reading between the lines here with what Coach Grant said. He left out when he talked about the senior contributions. He didn't talk about Rodney. Rodney no, wasn't on the bench today. He was tweeting during the game. Yes, so, he was. So we know that he is either in was either in the team hotel or he's back here in Dayton. We don't know. We don't know where he is, but so. You, all you have to, but he was retweeted by the Dayton Basketball Count. So I, I will once again. Yeah, we'll the we'll get the WHIO forensics forensics department <laughs> yes, over there. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll get the with the guys off the stat line. That's we'll get right. them on the on the on the social media forensics. Okay, there well I'm starting looking into that. Talk to our but, man Jimmy Larrabee on that. Yeah, one. but uh, I mean I don't know. I, I keep kind of going on here, Tiz. I, I'll let you uh, you have the yeah. floor on this one, but I, I just don't see any for, any need for those four guys to come back if they want to go play. I, I think yeah. let let them explore opportunities to finish their college. You career. know, Paul, that's a good question. Uh, to me. I just don't see any need for Crutcher to come back unless he wants to improve his stock. I mean, I think he did wore out was worn out at the end of the year. He was facing double teams all afternoon today. Yeah. You know, what more does Watson have left to prove? I mean, you know, for Jordy, you know, I mean, Jordy is good, but you know, this team it slows the tempo of the game down almost a la what Josh Cunningham was. But I'll say this though, Paul, it's their call. If they want to come back, great. But you know what? If they want to go ahead and go to other go other waters, so be you know. God love you. God love them for four years, but at the end of the day, it's their final decision. I think you're. I don't think Crutcher's coming back. That's no. just my, t- my my take. I mean, Paul? and and you kind of keep just hearing that, Tiz. If I if I may, you just kind of keep hearing that uh, from from the way it's from the way Coach has been talking, the way the senior day just felt sincere and everything. Yeah. It just seemed like it specifically for Crutch. It, it was it, it was his. I, yeah. I, like I said, I can't speculate on any more than that. But I mean, I, I just you know. Whatever, whatever they do, best. I, I, I think Crutch has at least a stock to at least explore. He, he's got a higher ceiling. He does, and I think because of that, like there, I think a coach or or a, a program specifically, a, a professional team is going to look and say, well, let's see what if we can achieve that ceiling over the next two years. Let's see what we can yeah. reach there because that's what drafting is all about anymore. It's not where you are yeah. in the NBA. It's going to be where you can get to. And, that's right. and you know what? I mean. Crutch has made some friends with some pros too. Exactly. I mean, I mean, John ja Morant down in Memphis, mm-hmm. good, good. They're good. He, he's a good player. He's I mean, a good player it, too. I don't know. I just think it's better. I think it's yeah. better. If everyone just kind of. Paul, Paul, last thoughts. I think uh, we, no, we lost, lost, lost Paul. Paul, thanks for calling uh, Flyer Feedback, and yeah. uh, thanks for doing that. Let's go back to the phone lines four five seven twelve ninety. Pat, good friend of the show from Phoenix, Arizona. First off, how are things in Phoenix, Paul? Things are great or Pat, I'm sorry. In Phoenix. Oh, great. Nope. nope. Things are great. It's uh, it's finally getting warm. If you uh, listen to the Reds broadcast, it was pretty cold up until uh, about a day ago. Oh, good. Well, so we're loving it now. That's good. Well, it's fifty five degrees here, and it's a bright sunny day on the first day of spring, so we're glad. So let's that's talk about next. Either. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about next season for the Dayton Flyers. What's yeah, on your kind mind? Of, kind of picking up on uh, what Paul started there. As far as goings, I guess oh, we'll do goings and then comings. So the goings, I expect all four seniors to go, um, but Jordy intrigues me a little bit. Number one, because we have the need in the middle for what he provides as far as, you know, rebounding and intimidation factor. 
Um, and he can do some stuff on offense. Uh, he's not the smoothest, uh, doesn't have the greatest hands, but, uh, you know, I would take another year of Jordy if that's what it comes to. And I thought I heard in the pregame show that uh, he's – has he started grad school? Uh, I'm not sure if that's – He's been a grad student this year from how I understand Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if he's already there in school, yeah, if he comes back for a, you know, a free year and it works out with scholarships, yeah. that'd be great. The other going that uh, that I think is a foregone conclusion, let me know if I'm wrong, is Luke Frazier. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's gone, right? Uh, I haven't no heard much. On that yeah, I haven't heard much on him. I mean, he's one that you're, you know, you would put a target on, perhaps, just because, you know, he did. But once again, they couldn't get really too much. He's a guy who needs to bulk up in the weight room. I think Absolutely. we all know that for a fact. Um, but uh, I mean, this is what this is what I would say. I mean, to to go with the the comings and goings here to, to continue that uh, that discussion and see the growth that we're hoping to see here. Yeah. I mean, I would make the argument that. I'm not sure where Jordy falls into the plans of this team, and I'm not going to try to 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 say what this guy wants to do or not do or anything like that. But I, I would say that Coach wanted to he stuck with him the way that he stuck with uh, with uh, oh I'm blanking on his name right now Josh Cunningham Josh Cunningham yeah I made that point multiple times with Cunningham and he 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 held with him and he really rewarded him down the stretch if you want to say that he didn't play much in the second half of this game because it didn't fit that I think Dayton's style of play no longer is with a, a five, a big five. As a I just don't think that's the way that Coach Grant wants to play, and I don't think that's the way the game is transitioning to as well. It's not to take away from anything that Jordy yeah, does or doesn't do yeah. because, you know, I just don't think that with the way that the A-10 is set up and everything, I mean, you, you have St. Louis, which is a team that is, well, at least this year, was was really the only team that was built to, like, go head-to-head with, with Jordy like that. And, I mean, But I, I just don't see the A-10 being built to need a big five like that anymore. That's just my opinion, but... I mean, once again, the speculations are all there, but I mean, they got a great recruiting class coming in next year. I mean, that's the one thing they're recruiting a top 30 guard as well. Yeah, and Ty yeah, Ty Washington, absolutely. one of Deron Holmes's teammates. I mean, I'm not big onto the, on the Cruton trail as they say, but uh, when you see those, those kind of uh, offers being handed out, that's something that's definitely going to catch your eye with this program. The future's bright. I think that's the, that's the one thing to say is that the future's bright. It's just, this was a bad year. And it, those happen. They, they lacked consistency. Next year is going to be a rebuilding year. Who knows what they're going to come up with. But then it's going to be the following year after that where you would have to say that Dayton has to be at least in the, in the NCAA conversation. Next year is going to be tough. I mean, I don't think there's anything. Oh, there's going to be a lot of growing pains. No, but it's going to be a fun team to watch next year. There's oh, going to I be agree a lot that. of talent there, whether they get yeah. tie-tie or not. But that's, that's pretty intriguing. A lot mm-hmm. of big programs, obviously, are after him, after the decommit from Creighton. But mm-hmm. – at the same time, Dayton has to has to be one of the the programs that's bubbled up to the top with Holmes being there already and those guys being childhood friends. I yeah. mean, you got I that can right. Scout for you too over in uh, over in Arizona for uh, for Holmes and James. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you're you're right about that. So, well, Pat, appreciate you checking in uh, throughout the season and uh, as uh, the stay old warm saying, out there, man. stay warm out there. But there's an old <laughs> saying, baseball saying, wait till next season. Oh God, yeah, indeed. All right. Th- thanks, Pat. All thanks, right. Pat. All right. Uh, thanks for checking in with us on Flyer Feedback all the way out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, taking this all the way to fl- f- uh, 3 o'clock here on Flyer Feedback, 937-457-1290 is the number. Your thoughts on this season and looking ahead to next season. Dayton falls in the first round of the NIT in the Lone Star State by a score of 71-60 to against the uh, Memphis Tigers. But a point that Paul and Pat made to me, Mike, I, to me – I would like to see the transition where the seniors, the graduating seniors, God love you for, for your commitments, 
we need to see what these younger guys are going to do. Yeah. Let's see who's going to be back next year because, again, we have no inside information of who's going to be back. And I like the fact that Pat mentioned you know, Luke Frazier. He mentioned that. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him. He he. I don't, I don't know if he could take a red shirt, red shirt this year. Well, it doesn't matter because your eligibility doesn't matter. He'll come back That's next true. year as a That's freshman. Right. That's so right. So no he will what. be back as a freshman. You know, what's Kobe Bryant going to do? Kobe grew up, played a lot better as the season ended. That's a guy yeah. you can grow. You've got Elijah Weaver, who showed flashes at times. He a little, struggled a little bit at the end of the regular season, had a bad A-10 tournament, but he came back and looked like the Elijah Weaver that we saw uh, before Rod- Rodney came back. Well, Tiz, let's let's look at this because one of the points that I was making before before we went to break it was right before Coach's comments was the talent gap between the team that won the A10, St. Bonaventure, and Dayton is very is not. I mean, it it is what it is. But yeah. all I'm trying to say is is that Dayton was the more talented team. They have more talent yeah. than. But the thing is, is that look at a team like VCU. They recruit players for how they're going to play. Right. And the thing is that it shows that. So for Dayton, they got this great recruiting class coming in. It is now on that coaching staff to mesh that or mesh that group of guys exactly. with what they have, with all the talent that they have on this team right now, and then bring in the bring in that other team and try to get bring up this new this whole batch of other guys that are coming in and get them up to speed very quickly. And because I mean, frankly speaking, that sophomore class, or I'm sorry, this, this incoming freshman class by their sophomore year should be looking at Absolutely. NCAA. I mean, that's the goal of. We can't ignore this Absolutely. anymore. This this program has the all every ability to be going in the NCAA every year. It needs to be the goal. It is the goal that's set out. It is the goal. You win the A10 yep. and you advance in the NCAA tournament. Those are the two goals that this program has. And the thing is, is that now it is on the coaching staff right now to get all of these players Correct. on the same page because it certainly seemed like they all weren't on it throughout the year. They were not. Everybody needs to get on the same page. That's what they have between now and November to do. And how many times have we heard Neil Sullivan say that over and over again? We've said this mm-hmm. so many times on this show. The number one goal is to get to the NCAA tournament and win Atlanta 10 championships. That's something I know Coach Grant talked about when he was hired here. Yep. They got it done a year ago. They were tournament qualified. But now, now you got to make the steps to get back yep. to the NCAA In tournament. In advance. That's right. 71-60 Dayton Falls. Season ends. Dayton Falls to ends the season with a 14-10 record. Come, in, come back the home stretch of Flyer Feedback for the season next here on the Home of Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, for the last time here in the 2021 season, welcome into Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it now. Flyer Feedback sponsored by Flanagan's Pub and Bud Light. I'm Mike Purvis. I'm sitting in for uh, John Bedell, John Tisdale, the birthday boy sitting across from me. This just in. Cue the sounder if we got it. Yes. Nice note here from Doug Hostchild. Doug, thanks for uh, checking in here. The SID, the wonderful SID. Yes, absolutely. Giving us an update on Rodney Chapman. Rodney is... It was uh, He was mentioned on the post-game Zoom that he is on crutches. So Rodney injured. We have an answer to that now, yeah. is that Rodney did obviously suffer an injur- injury in the uh, build-up to it. And they said, uh, as, as, uh, as was put here, it's uh, one less uh, socially distant, uh, one less guy in a socially distant seating on the plane. So that yeah. has a little bit to do with it okay. as well. So, okay. so an injury, apparently an injury in the build-up. 
is one of the reasons why Rodney was out on this one. Obviously, we didn't speculate to begin no, with. You know, we were no, just wondering, not. but I, I, wait, we at least have an answer th- yeah, this we time do. Yeah, about we do. Rodney. Rodney suffering an injury there in practice and the buildup here. So, Tiz, we have a, a couple more minutes here just to kind of let it all out here yep. on the 2021 season. Absolutely. Look forward to the 21-22 season. I think we've got a caller. Who we, we got do. Left. Sean from Oakwood about next season's schedule. Hello, Sean. How you doing? Sean? We're okay. What do you got? Okay. Uh, well, question. Uh, I, just about their schedule next season. I know. Or, or I assume they're going to play. They played Old Miss and uh, SMU here. Do they have road games against them next season? I'm pretty sure there are return games for both. One of them might be another in another season, but I know they do have some of those return games. Yes. Okay. And then is that Mountain West? I know. That we, I forget who they were playing out of the. That's Mountain right. West. I forgot about uh, that. Nevada. They got Nevada. Nevada. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, so that will be next year then. Yes. As far as as far as I can tell, nothing has changed in that commitment. There's really been okay. no announcement on it. Uh, okay. But as far as I'm aware of, yes, I believe it's going to be Nevada, and I think it's out there, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then are they in any kind of exempt tournaments? I thought they were in that something, I, but I forgot what it was. That's a good I question. Don't know. We don't have I, that yet. I don't know that yet. I, I was because I was racking my brain on that during the break. I was like, who, who where are they? Because I feel like they have had those ones set, set up. Because what they were supposed to be in Charleston this year is that right? They're, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. They were. Charleston. Yeah. Myrtle, yeah. yeah. Oh, Myrtle Beach. That's right. Yeah. You're Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. That's so, right. That's right. So, and then that turned into Sandy or not San Diego, but sorry, uh, South Dakota. South Dakota. Further. For, couldn't be much further from San Diego, but yeah, leaving that one. But still, so. so I mean, yeah, I mean, there are going to be some intriguing return games, you know, because like yeah. I said, I do believe that they they will go down to Ole Miss if I remember correctly, and they might even have. Um, I think they might have Mississippi State too, but that, I know that might have just been a one-off. I, I think don't remember. Possibly it may be a runoff because they played on a yeah. neutral site. So, so, th- so a, a, an opportunity for some guys to grow is the way I look at it. And but of course, that's right. the job now of of both AG and Neil Sullivan to to, to put together a schedule. But they're going to have to build it towards improving what they got. Right. Last thought, Sean. Uh, all right. Thanks. Hey. Um, all right. Go ahead. Good. Got anything else? Um, yeah, I just I thanks for your update on Chapman. Is, did you hear anything about Blackney? Why he didn't play? Is there any... I, I, nothing from Doug on uh, on that. Um, I, I'll have to I'll have to reach out. We get more information. I'll put it out on my on my Twitter page. We'll find out if there's anything about RJ. But like I said all we really have is is Rodney right now. So, yeah. um, but um, you know, hey, once again, like we said before, you know, got to thank all the seniors for what they've done. You know, yeah, I think absolutely. every fan will say the same thing on that. And, and Rodney was a big piece of what what they did last year. And you know, the, the injuries and. Just really, yeah, just, he's been hurt all year. It just didn't seem like he got comfortable this year. Yeah. It's just that you know, there's a lot of changes that are out there. So yeah. that had a lot to do with it, I think. Cool. All right, well, thanks all. Well, hey. you did all season. Go Flyers. Yeah, yeah go, go Flyers. Flyers. Thank you so much, Sean, for checking Better in. Better days ahead, Wood. you guys. Better days ahead. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Sean, for checking in all year. And thanks to all of you for checking in throughout the season as we wind it down. We wind yep. it down. So just a lot of shout-outs all around. So And thank again to our friends at Flanagan's Pub for sponsoring yep. the show all year. Yeah, I can't wait to be back, uh, hopefully, in person in the fall. Uh, I mean, th- th- there's definitely been a lot of things that have been missing this year, and, and being uh, being in person with uh, with the Flyer fan base is definitely a big one. And they are open, by the they way. Are. They're, and they are what? They're hiring, by the way? So They, are, get that, hi- get they that are hiring as well. And, hey, if you want to uh, join that team, you can still go to Flanagan's. Dayton at gmail.com. So, hey, okay. a big thing, a big, big shout out to our friends over there. Can't Absolutely. And by the way, real quickly, big shout out to everyone involved in the Flyer broadcast this season. Uh, our guy, Caleb McLeod, engineering, producing all Flyer home games. Our engineering staff, Dennis Kidder, Bud Cowden, for helping us out broadcast games not only at home, but even in the Bud Light Flyer Broadcast Center this year. Mm-hmm. Thanks again to Bud and Den- Dennis and Bud for all they did. Nancy Wilson for the Flyer Fast Breaks. You heard them throughout the uh, throughout the season. Thanks as always, Nancy. Uh, Brandon Nicholas, uh, Tyler Nance for uh, flying the plane, uh, doing a good <laughs> job uh, running the games this year. Thank you so much, guys. And again, big thanks to all of you for listening because, as Larry puts it all the time, he says, 
you give us the most precious thing, and that is your time. And yep. thank you so much for doing that. Uh, it's there are better days ahead. Better days um, ahead. But uh, Dayton falls. The season comes to an end in the NIT. The final once again: Memphis seventy-one, Dayton sixty. And uh, for once again, once again for the last time this season, I'm Mike Purvis, and I'm John Tizzle saying thank you so much for listening this season to Flyer Feedback. Stay safe and go Flyers. Go Flyers.